Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours with JT, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT. Today we got Will Homer from Painted Hills Natural Beef. Will not only sits in the big chair, but he has big um, earplugs over there too in his <laughs> office because sometimes he needs it. I can tell you that. So what do you think is the biggest misconception that John Q. Public, the consumer, has about... What happened last year when the there were shortages, and what happens going forward? Oh my goodness! Well, that uh, make you think. Oh, the smoke! Get the smoke alarm! Quick, cover it. <laughs> um, I, you know, uh, what do they think? I don't know. Did, what answer did they get when they got it way back when, when we think, what answer did they get for store shelves being empty at that time was capacity packing houses were dangerous and they took the employees out of them or they had to right. get them out of them or they had to get them separated and, and they had to do all this craziness for COVID and, and they scared the employees to death. That's what they really did. They scared us all to death, right? I remember having an employee in our office who just one day just threw her pen down and said, I'm done. I got to go home. I got, I'm out of here. I can't do this because they literally scared us all to death. Right. And, and, and so they did that in those packing houses and the packing house, or I got to quit using that term, but anyhow, that's what it is. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what the right term is, but anyway, so, you know, those people work, those people work hard and they they work shoulder to shoulder. Right. And they take breaks and, and they, they get breaks. They all go break at the same time because the chain stops and they all sit in the same room and have their break. And, and I've been there. They all got, they've got special bags that you can see through just like at the Seahawks game, you know, there's safety and there's security and all these things. But now all of a sudden they can't put them all in the same room at the same time because we've got to have spacing and it slowed the system down and it, and it just, and it really caused chaos. The poor cattlemen are backed up and woe is me and they don't know what's going on and the and the consumer is out of control with their money at the grocery store we don't know what's going on there they're you know these grocery stores are telling me they're 20 to 40 percent over last year's numbers in sales and everybody in the world this is the part that's crazy is everybody in the world compares what i did today to what i did last year at this time right and I can't tell you what I did last week at this time, but last year at this time. And so now they all are going to have stats that are screwed up, right? Because right now, uh, no, we're about three weeks from about the moment in time when they called me and said, you're only going to be able to harvest half your cattle because we have a third of the people showing up, right? And right. we went through that until finally they said, well, we're not going to harvest this week. Now... Every customer I had said, well, what about next week? Can I double up? 
I, no, no, no. There was no further conversation. It was, we're not going to harvest this week. And we don't know if we'll ever open the doors again, right? Because we were scared to death. They had us scared to death. Remember right, that. We right. had us scared to death. And here we are a year later and we're going, gosh, I guess we're in this mask because I got to go in the store to get a soda and I got to go here. But, you know, I got to get on this airplane. I'm going to wear my mask and do my little duty. And But, you know, it's just totally different today. So, but I think the, the, the packing houses have done a good job. They've gotten themselves straight. I see a lot of headlines going by. They're working double time right now to get the COVID shots in all of them that'll take it. Sure. I think they're, they're probably going to run up against those who won't. And, and how does that get handled at that, at that level? I don't know. Well, eventually I'm guessing that the state and local governments will say, and maybe just corporate policy will say, I'm sorry, but if you've not been inoculated and we've given you two years to do it, you know, I don't know. They've spent, They've spent millions. These big packing outfits have spent millions to make it okay in September of October of last year. Remember, we didn't have a shot in right. September, October. Right. This is the part of the world today that I can't stand is nobody can remember yesterday. Drives me nuts. But in September, October, we didn't have a shot. And they had it working. They had it operating because they built a they built a uh, uh they built a uh, a screening system they built a on-site clinic they built they had they've spent millions millions of dollars to make sure people are safe to go to work to to both make them feel about good about going to work right because they're paying them not to go to work too because they need their skilled labor you're right they need the skilled labor but also to be able to turn around to those watchdog wolves that come out of them fancy buildings we like to talk about uh, yep. and say, oh, I know best, and they don't really, but you got to show them the evidence. No, you don't really know the best, but here's what we've done, and this is how it works. And that that's the part that they, they've got the, that part of the system working now. So that's that part's good. I think we're... I think we're okay in the supply side. Now it's the movement, the transition, the transfer. The did you see? I'm I'm off track now, Jeff. Hang on, but that's okay. Did you see the pictures of the bay of the of the port of Los Angeles? Have you seen that? You look that up. You look okay. that up. You look up. There's a Twitter. It's like I don't know if it was. Uh, it wasn't the police down there. But anyway, there are thousands of ships off the port of Los Angeles waiting to get in. Our transportation system is full. I drove, what, 90 miles down the road, down to down to 84 right. a day, and got a Dodge truck the whole way. It's, it's our transportation system's full. And that's just stuff. That's just stuff, 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 yep. stuff, stuff, yep. everywhere stuff. Yep. I think I saw a meat, tr- a truck, a company I work with here in Portland. I think I saw one of their tractors hooked onto a UPS truck today, trailer today. And probably. I'm like, yeah, probably were. Probably, probably Amazon has gotten so big with freight that, yeah, it yeah. probably was. Yeah. <laughs> no, truthful. <laughs> truthful. You know, because it, it's, it's plugged up. Well, you know, I guess my question would be from an economic standpoint, because we both studied economics yeah. in, in college. Oof. Where does it level out? You don't know. Oh. Because the other bad thing is, I think I think it's a. I just think it's weird to me, and so yeah, I'm older, but people ordering their stuff, like we were talking in the show, you 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 go get your meal, and it can be delivered by DoorDash or yeah. Meals on Wheels or whatever yeah. you got. Okay. Yeah. And then meals when you got 
<laughs> well, you gotta. I love to see your dad do meals on one. <laughs> anyway, that's awesome. <laughs> you are dating yourself. I am. I am. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know when they when they do that, but they 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 don't go to the store before. There was there was a lady that a friend of mine was talking about in Beaverton. She hadn't left her house in a year. Oh. She was absolutely petrified. And when she came out to get her mail, she wore a mask. Uh, You know, nobody got close to her. Yeah. But she stayed in her house for a year. And there's been other stories I've read where couples have stayed in their homes and uh, got a lot of, you know, because Fred Myers will do it now. Safeway will do it now. Walmart. Will you can pull up to the curb? Yeah, at Walmart. we do that at Walmart. Yeah, from a fan, you know. But you guys take a semi. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh no, yeah, because yeah. uh-huh. the boys are around now. Yeah, the you blue know? carts are stacked too high yeah. or too wide, as high as the guy can reach, and even then, that's usually not enough. Right, right. So, um, I think part of this, on kind of a more organic level, is the fact that a lot of people are not and haven't been for the last year or so actually going into the stores. They're they're they can't analyze from their own purchasing habits and make a decision there. They're ordering it online. But I don't think they have to for the store to be fine. No, no. And, I think the stores will be fine. I'm talking about the mental state of people. Oh, right. You know, like the lady I just talked about didn't leave her house for a year. Yeah. Well, I enjoy the Walmart app and sitting in my couch and ordering $600 worth of stuff. Yeah. And then showing up and parking on the side and telling them I'm Mr. Homer and watching the same amount of cars, the same parking places. I'd park just as far out the, t- today right. as I would four years ago, and they're not missing my business one bit. And 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 that, that's the part that I'm not worried about the store. The people are still going in the store. It's just more and more people all the time, more people. I think we're at a, I don't know, you know, everything's an exponent, exponents, you know, and right. I think we're at a point where stuff needs to change. We need to pour some concrete or do something. There needs to be something because we're at a point. Well, the other thing is, is back in the, back in the days when I was in college, you know, it was ZPG, zero population growth. Oh yeah. Is what that stood for. Oh yeah. Ralph Nader and all those things and Osberg and all that stuff here in Oregon. I wasn't a big part of any of that, but, Zero population growth over the years has kind of keeps rambling around like a loose marble in my head. Yeah. Because it's like we talk about it here in Oregon. And if you go back east to Chicago and some other places too, we've got what, as of last year, like the early in 2020, we had something like 46,000 more cars on the road here. Uh, in Northern Oregon. Oh my gosh! Or maybe it was for the whole state. We because don't have of that many highway people. for that. Well, because well, COVID my point. slowed it down. Yeah. Because there's actually you can go to work at eight o'clock in the morning now and not get in too many traffic jams. Oh my gosh! But that's going to end sometime. Oh yeah. You know, and so the model's changing. You know, people are working from home. People are, you know, more virtual and this and that. I mean, I've got two Zoom calls later this afternoon. Uh. You know, that's great. Yeah. But at some point, you know, we have to get our head wrapped around a, some sort of balance. And, yeah. And I'm not sure we can do it. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'll tell you where my, my thought about balance is. I don't know. You need to go for a break. Or, no, uh, no, yeah, no. I'm just thought, laughing. My thought about a balance is that I think about the carcass, right? And right. I'm, I'm trying to sell the entire animal, one nose to toes, all the time. And right now, the consumer is really hot after those glorious, sexy items, ribeye steaks and tenderloins and flank steaks and skirts. And there's a lot of beef that goes with that. And so I think about in our society, how do right now we're not even selling top rounds to go into grind and and chuck rolls to go into grind. We're just pushing them. They're kind of they're kind of cost effective and affordable. And you're just pushing them away from you because the consumer wants the middle so bad. And so what has to what's going to happen in our economy? Where, where do we go? How do we get people? How do we get a grocery unit? How does a grocery store finally go, man, I can't sell those rib steaks anymore. I got to sell 93% lean ground beef over here in the corner. And maybe they are, maybe I'm lost touch. I don't know, but uh, there's, how do we get the consumer to back down from, I got to have a ribeye steak. And it's not just, and I, and I'm not talking just from painted Hills view because painted Hills is a limited program and its size and its scope. And, and it has some limitations that I'm just talking and looking at that general scheme of things in the world today, ribeye steaks are expensive across the board. So I don't know how, to, what's going to, how, how, how do we bend the consumer back out to the rest of the carcass or do we? Uh, mock, mock chucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't give those away. Yeah. Those are, yeah. Something. I've seen guys cut those. Yeah. At grocery stores. Yeah. And depending upon the location, they can't keep them in. Oh my goodness. Um, well, yeah. I they're, they're, that. they're probably not Painted Hills customers. Yeah. But uh, they do. Yeah. They cut them up, and you know, if you can cook a little bit, you yeah. can make them look appropriate, and you know, season them well. They're maybe a little chewy on some parts, but yeah, you can make it work. Well, that's why we invented what the what's the Instapot and the yeah. pressure cooker and all that yeah, thing, air fry oven and all yeah. that stuff. You sell know? all those things, cook yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, we just cool. I, mean, I I don't know. I had fun with it. Will, it's been great to have you over again. Sure. We sure yeah. been off track. I, this is a wild one. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It gives them something to talk about. Oh, huh? man. Because <laughs> so, I, I know once we post this. Yes. You get hate mail now. No, but I, from from Wheeler County, I get I get emails from Wheeler County. You do? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Lot, my... Some of them are your staff members. <laughs> and some, some of them are friends of your mother-in-law's oh, and your father-in-law's. Oh, no, they're actually paying attention. Yeah. Good. good. Oh, hell yeah. We get that all the time. Good. I just never talk about it because I was like. Good. Don't put the pressure on me. I won't. won't. <laughs> That's going to wrap up for After Hours this week on Barbecue Nation. Please join us again next week for another edition. And also, don't forget to check out my other show, Grilling at the Green. If you like golf and like a little food talk once in a while, mostly golf, but uh, it's a fun show too. Uh, for Will Homer, I'm JT, and we thank you for listening. Take care, everybody.